Hello, and welcome to our presentation today on youth apprenticeships in healthcare. We have a focus today on the medical assistant occupation. My name is Deborah Green, and I am a subject matter expert in healthcare occupations with the Net America. And I'm doing this presentation because I have a lot of years of experience in healthcare. Many years, in fact, across most sectors of healthcare. So these include acute care, which is what most of you would think of as a hospital. Also in long-term care, skilled care, which you think of as nursing homes. Um, also in the home health uh, space as well. I've also done an extensive amount of consulting and also outsourcing services in healthcare. My professional focus across these many years has been health information management and IT for healthcare. And I've worked at the leadership level for large healthcare chains, including 10 years as the CIO, the chief information officer of a large long-term care national company. More recently, I worked at the leadership level for AHIMA, that's um, American Health Information Management Association, which is a, a large um, association uh, for professionals in the health information management field. And it's actually one of the oldest professional membership associations in healthcare. So here's an outline of what we are talking about today. First of all, we're gonna talk about why youth apprenticeships and specifically for the medical assistant occupation. Why does it make sense? Uh, we'll also talk about what a medical assistant is uh, and you know, give you a little bit of insight into some of the other titles uh, for that role. We'll talk about where they work. We'll talk about what they do. We'll talk a little bit about the nature of the apprenticeships and the length of apprenticeships for the medical assistant. We'll talk about typical pay um, and also the demand for this profession, as well as potential progression opportunities beyond the medical assistant role. And then we'll share with you um, some uh, links and resources for learning more about apprenticeships in healthcare, as well as this role. So we're starting with why use apprenticeships for medical assistant roles. First of all, the demand for healthcare services is increasing. So much so that by the year 25, 2025, so that's you know, really less than five years from now, uh, we will have um, outpaced uh, the supply of the workforce. And um, for this particular role, um, there, there is expected to be an extreme shortage. So the, the demand is forecasted uh, to be much greater than, the, um, than what the supply of people who are, can work in that role. Uh, it's so much so that uh, the, the medical assistant role has been identified by the Bureau of Labor Statistics as a brown bright outlook, so a bright outlook occupation. So that indicates that, uh, for one thing, more than 7% growth is expected, and we'll show you a little bit later, it's far more than 7% growth that's expected. So why is this increased demand occurring? Well, uh, largely because we have a growing aged population. The older we get, um, the more, uh, the greater uh, number of healthcare services 
uh, that we require. And so that's the key reason. Another reason is that the healthcare landscape, and when I say landscape, what does it look like? Where are services provided um, is changing. So we are seeing new settings for healthcare, different settings for healthcare. And as we provide healthcare in new and different settings, we have to, in some cases, reshape the role and the duties and the tasks. So uh, we have you know, an increasing number of types of occupations and we need people in more places uh, performing these roles. So what is a medical assistant? Um, first of all, a medical assistant is an approved apprenticeable occupation by the Department of Labor Office of Apprenticeship. That means that you can um, go into a registered apprenticeship in this particular role. And you can see on this slide there is um, this number. That is the official uh, occupational code number um, for, this, uh, you know, for this role. And it is a combination of administrative and clinical duties. So it's a, a lot of clinical duties, assisting the physician um, you know, with, with exams, uh, with some treatments in some cases, but there are also administrative aspects of this role. And there are different uh, types of, um, different titles, I should say. Uh, so you know, you'll see them called, you often hear the term CMA, that's because most people pursuing this role, do go for certification. It puts you into um, the higher, higher pay opportunity and as well as a greater demand. So they're often re just referred to as a, a CMA, um, but medical assistant, medical office assistant, uh, a, those are the different kinds of, of, um, of occupation titles that you will hear. Where do medical assistants work? Well, largely, in physicians' offices, both small and large. And so there are large clinics, there are large group practices, there are multi-types multi of, uh, in terms of specialty group practices, you'll see medical assistants in those kinds of settings. So physicians' offices, large, small, and um, large group practices. Um, Hospital-based clinics, so a lot of these, uh, a lot of times you'll see physicians' offices that are based out of hospitals, so oftentimes they will be within hospitals but in distinct areas that are the, uh, the clinics. Also outpatient centers, and these outpatient centers uh, could be treatment centers, they could be diagnostic centers, they could be ambulatory care, um, uh, ambulatory uh, surgery centers. And then again, there, you know, things are evolving. So there are other types of healthcare settings too, but typically wherever you see physicians providing services, you will see medical assistants. So let's talk about the duties that medical assistants perform. As I said, there are both administrative and they are clinical. Um, the other thing that we want to stress is that medical assistants are really seen as an essential member of the medical team. Um, physicians couldn't do their work without a medical assistant um, by their side uh, facilitating things for them. So they do things, as you can see, these bulleted items. Um, I'm sure anyone listening to this presentation has had a physician's appointment. So when you when you made that appointment, there was someone who was actually getting you prepped for the to for the physician visit, getting information from you, interviewing you, making sure the room was set up. Those are the kinds of things um, that medical assistants do. Um, so they get very very much involved in um, rec recording, um, you know, what's going on with the medical visit. They they take the vital signs like your blood 
the blood pressure, the temperature, the height, the weight, as an, as an example, and record that. They make sure that they've got a record of the medications that you're on. Um, so those kinds of things are what they do. They also get involved in um, specimen collection. Uh, many times medical assistants also have um, training and sometimes certifications in what's called phlebotomy. That means drawing blood uh, for blood tests. Um, also other types of specimens that have to be collected. You typically see the medical assistant um, intervening there and um, getting all of that underway. They also work with prescriptions. Um, if you've had to call in for a, um, a prescription renewal, you've typically spoken to a, a medical assistant of the physician so that they can confirm that that prescription is still valid, that it's, it's uh, being renewed at the proper dosage, et cetera. So these are the, the, the kinds of things they do. In addition, that last bulleted item, administrative aspects of medical practice, including clinical coding and billing. And in some practices, medical assistants, the practices may be so large that you have some medical assistants who are really focusing on that side, focusing on the clinical coding and the clinical billing. And we'll talk about a variation of this medical assistant role that um, uh, has a lot of focus on uh, the, the, on those administrative aspects. So in this table, um, you can see that there are different types. When we say types of apprenticeships, we are typically talking about whether they are competency-based or time-based or whether, not, whether they are a hybrid of the two. And competency-based means that in the apprentice, during the, the course of the apprenticeship, uh, which you know, maybe one year, maybe two years, um, but a competency-based, you, your, your uh, competency to perform the specific skills is assessed by a mentor who is, who works with the organization that's sponsoring the apprenticeship. So you, you basically have to um, demonstrate that you are competent to, to undergo or to perform all of the the skills that are required for the job. Um, some apprenticeships are strictly time-based, although during that time, there is still mentoring and training and observation that's going on. Um, but it isn't necessarily uh, based strictly on competency-based. Competency-based, even though, for example, this one says one year, it could go longer if the, the competency levels haven't been achieved. And then a hybrid, it means it's a combination of competency-based and time-based. So as you can see, it's uh, one year to two years, um, and probably uh, in a, in a two-year, in a longer um, apprenticeship, you will see that there um, are, uh, there's extra, extra content, extra experiences that will enable an individual, you know, typically to successfully pass a certification exam. So a lot of times that's, that makes a difference in the length. Now, um, so a little bit more about the apprenticeship. So uh, any registered apprenticeship of the Department of Labor Office of Administration includes hands-on training, supervision, and then related technical instruction for the role. And um, so for, uh, for this particular type of role, uh, related te technical instruction uh, might be provided through a certificate program at a community college that the sponsor of the apprenticeship has a relationship with, or they may actually be set up to deliver that additional training uh, themselves. 
and uh, certifications, uh, the most common certifications for, for, the CM, for the certified medical assistant, the CMA. And then uh, when I had mentioned uh, more administrative leanings for this role, like those who are focused more on coding and billing and the administrative aspects of, of the practice um, uh, get the CMAA. Um, so that's the Certified Medical Administrative Assistant. And so that is, uh, these are both sought after. Um, these are both what we, what is considered by the Bureau of Labor Statistics as bright, um, bright outlook occupations. And so here, here's the demonstration. So look at this for Maryland and, and for the United States. This is a bright outlook occupation uh, and it has really exceeded the criteria by leaps and bounds. So if it has at least a 7% growth projected over a specific amount of years, it's considered bright outlook. And just look at the growth that is expected. So above 20% above 20 across the United States, 27% in Maryland. So, um, you know, clearly uh, this is, it's a good place to be, you know, for people who want to explore um, uh, uh, careers in, in healthcare and who are looking to be involved, you know, with hands-on patient care. This is a good, a good starting place. This slide shows us uh, what the educational levels um, uh, that are in place for people who are typically pursuing medical assistant roles. Um, as you can see, overwhelmingly, most of these um, individuals have a post-secondary, that means after high school, so they've got high school uh, diploma or, or an equivalent, but they also uh, obtain a certificate post-high um, school that uh, indicates that they have been trained in, in uh, in particular areas that are that are required for the medical assistant role, and uh, here again, lots of sources to get this kind of training. And one way is to um, is to take advantage of what is rolled into the apprenticeship for this role. So let's, let's talk about why it might make sense um, for a, a person to start their career in healthcare as a medical assistant. First of all, high demand, saying it again, it's a bright outlook occupation, expecting a lot of growth. The medical assistant, again, is recognized as an essential member of the medical team, and it's a role where certification is available, uh, which puts you in higher demand and gives you higher, you know, stronger earning power. Um, medical assistants are needed in lots of settings across healthcare, and those settings are growing as we discuss the changes that are going on in the, the healthcare delivery system. You can also gain experience in a lot of specialty areas and a variety of duties. So, um, as a medical assistant, you actually learn a lot about different specialties of the physicians that you know that you are. Um, so, for, for example, if you got a real interest in in orthopedics or a real interest in cardiology, or a real interest in gastroenterology, you can, you can work with a practice that just focuses on those specialties. So it's really great learning ground um, for individuals. And it gives you an opportunity to learn more about healthcare and further explore the career opportunities. So 
as a medical assistant, you might wonder what, you know, what could you do beyond be, being a medical assistant? So there's an opportunity to build on those skills and experiences to progress to other careers that are rewarding in terms of what you do as well as uh, compensation. So, um, so for some of these, you know, added training and education uh, would, would certainly be required, but, uh, you, know, you know, kind of stating what probably would be the obvious, you could always um, uh, build, work toward working at a larger practice, a busier practice where, you know, there might be, um, you know, higher, you know, compensation opportunities, or you might be able to work into managing, um, you know, certain aspects of the, of the, the staff who are medical assistants. Um, but, you know, these that I've got listed here, these four bullet points, these represent um, higher level, um, but, but real solid opportunities. That first one might be something that you haven't heard of before, but medical office or group practice management. A person who has experience with the clinical side of being a medical assistant and the administrative side of the, the physician's practice is a great candidate to work toward actually being the manager of the whole practice. And you may not be aware of this, but there, uh, there are a couple of associations, of associations that are for large group practices and for smaller group practices. And both of these associations actually offer certifications uh, for individuals in group practice management. So that, that's a strong opportunity and it's, um, uh, you know, it's, it's then a role that many people stay with, you know, through, uh, stay with that career, you know, throughout their lives. Um, individuals who want to get more involved clinically can move toward becoming a registered nurse. Um, also, nurse a nurse practitioner who uh, often um, are see they're seen as really physician extenders because they can see see patients on their own. Um, they work for a physician, but they are um, able to, to prescribe uh, treatments, prescribe medication, and to do examinations. So that's a nurse practitioner role. And then there are many other registered or licensed physicians in allied health uh, care, whether it's um, direct patient care or not, but certainly uh, lab uh, radiology, um, you know, therapeutic areas uh, like physical therapy, occupational therapy, there are um, uh, aids that um, uh, you know, that work in, in uh, all, and assistants that work in all of those areas as well. So there's an opportunity to branch uh, out of physician practice and go into some of those other allied health areas. Um, this slide represents the homepage of a very useful uh, site. Uh, it's apprenticeship.gov. And through apprenticeship.gov, you can actually explore all types of apprenticeship opportunities. Now this site is here, not just for those who are seeking careers and seeking apprenticeships, but also for employers who are interested in establishing um, apprenticeships. They're there for uh, educators. Uh, but if you were, from here, if you were to select the resources, you would see then um, uh, apprenticeship tools and then occupation finder. And you can actually search using keywords by occupation um, for example, if you want to put medical assistant, you would end up uh, getting to the detailed sites uh, from which we gathered a lot of the information that's in this presentation. So it's a very useful site. Another site that's extremely useful that you 
probably will have noted on some of the sources on different slides is, is the ONET online. So it is www.onetonline. And that is uh, .org. Uh, so it is a .org site versus a .gov site. But you get to ex an extreme amount of detail on apprenticeable occupations at that site. And these two are linked. But here are examples of the types of, of information for every single apprenticeable occupation that exists. You can understand the tasks, the skills, what kind of tools are used, you know, what kind of knowledge is expected. Um, also, like, you know, work, work, work styles and work interests. In other words, based on, on your interests, whether or not something looks like it's a good fit. Um, occupations that are related to it, uh, wage information, job opening and, and uh, opportunity information is, is all there as well. So it's an extremely useful site. That is um, uh, onetonline.org. If you are interested in looking at other presentations uh, for youth, youth apprenticeships, um, we have, in addition to the one that, you, that you've been looking at here, the, the Certified Medical Assistant occupation, we also have a presentation on Certified Nurse Assistants, also called Nurses Aides, um, Home Health Aides, and then we also have um, a presentation on both health information management and information technology for healthcare apprenticeable occupations. And you can get, you can view these uh, also on uh, Future is Health. And here is the resources and reference slide that I referenced. Um, here again, you can, some of these are uh, URLs you can correct, connect directly to. Um, some of these are um, uh, articles or additional sites that we've referenced and that are useful to you as you are exploring apprenticeships for youths. So that wraps it up. Thank you so much for being here and um, hearing about the medical assistant apprenticeable role. Um, please come back and visit us at futureofhealth.com. Um, and we also have a survey that we would love for you to complete to give us feedback on what else you'd like to hear, how we can uh, improve, and uh, we will really appreciate that. Goodbye. <laughs>